0: Welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk podcast. This is a sort of a cross between a brief tale and a spandex show because we have someone very fun, very exciting to be on his first podcast. You may know him on Twitter. It is Mr. Glasgow Lycra.
1: Welcome. Hi, Tim. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here.
0: Well, boys will be super excited, especially in the States, to hear your accent. I'm just saying <laughs> they love when I get people outside the U.S., so you will be very
1: popular. Oh, I, I, hope that, um, I hope that my accent is satisfactory for all you American boys.
0: Well, I think it will be because, you know, Aussies, English, Scottish, Ireland, they eat it up, so, <laughs> so you're right in the middle of all that, so Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So first off, if people do not follow your amazing Twitter page, tell everyone a little bit about you.
1: Sure. So uh, I'm Glasgow Lycra on Twitter. and uh, I'm based in Glasgow. I'm 31. Uh, I'm bi. I'm a computer programmer. This is kind of my main job. And I just love Lycra. I just love Lycra and spandex gear and... One day I decided, well, I'd kind of been doing it for a while, you know, I'd kind of been on a lot of the old social networks like Gear Fetish and um, Spandex Guys and all those kind of places, Mm -hmm. but I kind of discovered one day that Twitter wasn't just for fighting about politics. Um, No. There was actually, no, no, I didn't know this. But I kind of just discovered one day that there's a whole dark side to Twitter with lots of naked men and naked women and I thought oh I've been missing out so I thought I'm going to just get in on this a little bit I started following a few people and I thought I wonder if I could contribute something to this and you know kind of make the kind of stuff that I would want to see and so I started an account just pulled the name out there Glasgow Lycra and started posting and I'm just I love it I'm having such a great time
0: nice That's the first step, is actually putting pictures out and getting involved. I know there are a lot of people listening to this who love Lycra, who love it sort of in the closet and don't post any of their pictures or do anything. So what originally brought you to Lycra? What was it that you saw that you were like, hmm, Mm -hmm. this looks
1: interesting? Let's (laughs) see what this is about. So, I mean, I guess it's hard to pin down, like, one thing. I mean, looking back, you know, I've been kind of fascinated by Lycra and Nylon um, ever since I was a kid, and I've been racking my brain to try and figure out, like, where did it start? And I guess there's a few kind of things that that stick out. Um, You know, when I was a kid, I used to watch Gladiators, and Mm -hmm. that 80s spandex look, and, you know, the... The women were just perfectly slim And the guys were big muscular guys And um, you know I just Loved both the men and the women I thought they both looked great um, And you know the women were in The kind of like tan tights And the guys were in their like wrestling Gear and they all looked great so I loved that I was a, I watched a lot of Power Rangers When I was a kid and I always thought uh-huh. I'd to get in one of those suits I just thought it looked so good What else? There was a few that I Kind of come back to like I really liked the movie Batman and Robin when I was a kid, you know, with George Clooney. Oh, yeah. As Batman. And um, I loved, like, Bane. Had, Bane was like uh-huh. this big muscular guy, but he also had, like, a black spandex kind of unitard on underneath his uh-huh. suit. And I just, I loved that. I thought, I just thought maybe I could be like that one day. Big muscle guy with a little black unitard on. That'd be good fun. And um, the Poison Ivy character as well, like there's a scene where she just comes out in her green pantyhose and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I want to be with her, but I also want to wear that outfit <laughs> is kind of where I was at. So I just wanted it all. So I think that was kind of it. It was definitely through kind of media and and movies as a kid that I really kind of got interested in it.
0: Nice. Very Nice. And then once you got your interest, when did you start buying spandex and lycra? What was the first things you bought or, you know, you really enjoyed? Mm. So,
1: I mean, it says, so what was the first thing that I bought? So, you know, I'm into lycra and spandex and I'm also into pantyhose mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't get the similarity. But for me, I mean, they're very similar. You know, if you look at it like yes. The, material of like pantyhose you know it's a huge spandex content Um, and you know as a teenager in Scotland you know there's there wasn't really like you know there wasn't spandex stores around the place but everywhere sold pantyhose so I would just go into like the supermarket go into the self checkout pick up a couple of pairs and that was kind of where I got my spandex fixed for a long time was just you know going into the supermarket late at night when no one was around, pick up a few pairs, go to the self-checkout, buy them. You know, that was where I started off. In terms of actually buying, like, proper spandex gear, you know, I was really into Zentai's and stuff when I first got into this. And I thought, well, at that time, you couldn't just go on Amazon and buy a Zentai suit. Oh, yeah. You know, you had to order them from China. And so I was a teenager. The the website offered you the ability to have it custom made. And I thought, that sounds great. I'll just get it custom made. So I took my own measurements and put it into this Chinese website. The suit arrived like two months later. And oh my God, my measurements were so out because it just (sighs) fitted like it was so bad. But I still loved it. I mean, I I really loved it. And that kind of set me off. And then... That was pretty much the start. You know, I'd go into kind of sportswear shops and buy some Lycra gear. Um, anyone in the UK will know there's a brand called Sondico that they sell at a big shop called Sports Direct. You know, it's kind of cheap stuff, but for teenage me, that was fine. Uh, I loved oh, yeah. the kind of top and the tights, and, you know, I had a kind of white set that I really loved. Um, and then over time, you know, Under Armour started coming in.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I was like, right, this is it. You know, and suddenly... Lycra gear transformed from being kind of on the edges to very much being the thing that a lot of people were getting. And so that was just when the floodgates opened. I could get Under Armour online. I could get it in the stores. So I kind of built up a big Under Armour collection. And that was it. I just became a total Under Armour boy. Nice. That
0: is, yeah, that is one of the first that came out that really opened back up Spandex and Lycra to the major market. Because it was always, the fetish has always been there since the 80s. And now it's coming back stronger and stronger. We're seeing more colors. We're seeing more styles. We're seeing a bunch of stuff resurrect. That is amazing. And so when did you, you're getting Under Armour, you're getting all this stuff. So when did you start noticing you had a fetish for this? When was the part that you were like, hmm? I need to know more and more and more and more of this.
1: Well, I'd say pretty much from before I even bought my first piece of Lycra clothing, like I bought it because I just had the fetish. And I mean, I don't even know how old I must have been, but um, you know, I was definitely a teenager and I was kind of going online trying to find people who were maybe interested in similar things mm-hmm. to me because, you know, no one else in the real world seemed to be into this kind of thing that I knew of. Oh, yeah. Um, I know. But I, I went online and I discovered, you know, there was a kind of small Lycra community. There was gearfetish.net. Yeah. May it rest, yeah. May it rest in peace. Uh, that was a great site. I spent a lot of time oh, on Oh, Yes. I actually had my first ever hookup from gear fetish, uh, with someone who's still on Twitter and is still a friend. Um, but that's me. Oh, wow. another time. I know I was in, what was I? And I was in, I think I was in a, I was in a Zentai. I was in a black, no, I was in a blue Zentai and he was in a black Venom Spider-Man suit. Mm. Yeah. So thank you, gear fetish for my first sexual experience. <laughs> um Nice. And, Yeah. And that, sorry, what was the question again?
0: (laughs) Just when did you realize your love for this was more than just, you know, oh, I like this, but no, I really love this. Oh, my God. Mm. This is part of what I love and want to wear from here on out.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, in terms of when did it start, I mean, I can't even pinpoint a time. It's almost as if it's always been there. Like, I can't Mm -hmm. really remember a time that I've not been into it. You know, I saw a lot of this stuff on TV when I was really young and just it set something off. And just so for my whole life, I've just loved it. I've just loved the material. I've loved how it looks. I love how it feels on me. I just, I love the way the light kind of dances off it and shines and makes your body look. Um, But yeah, since the beginning, it's just been such a strong interest of mine.
0: You brought up one good point. Because you said when you first got started, there was really no one in person. There was no one around you. So you got on Twitter and Gear Fetish and met people who shared the same interests. From when you started till now, how has your community building gone since then? Are you meeting more guys and to try women into spandex or how has that progressed over the years? And are you seeing more people accept it and embrace it? Because, you know, you get those people who like it, but they don't want to wear it or, by you know, people are all kinds of strange, but, you know, yeah. we love them anyway, because, you know.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, at the beginning, I'd say the community was kind of focused on gear fetish, which was mm-hmm. kind of, you know, one of those old social networking websites, probably before Facebook was even a thing. Um, but in the UK, we also had another website, and it was one of the early, early Lycra guys online it was a guy called Andy E. Lycra. And he had a website, dot mm-hmm. andyelycra.co.uk, and he had all these pictures of himself, and he had pictures of him with other guys, and he just, he looked amazing, and he looked like he was having the best time. And then he started a forum, like an old message board on his oh, website. Yeah. And so I kind of got into that, but there was only one guy near me who seemed to be on there, and he wasn't really interested in me, and I wasn't really interested in him. So in terms of the community, it didn't really take off for me until Twitter. Because, you know, I'd get on places like Grinder, and you would always get guys saying things like, oh, I love your tights, or I love your lycra, like play around in it sometimes and maybe, you know, I'd go along and, you know, they, they'd like it for two minutes and then they'd be like, right, let's get it off and get naked. And I'm like, you don't get it, man. You don't get it. <laughs> this is not how this works. This is not what I'm here for. I mean, it's good, but if you're into the Lycra, we got to keep it on, you know, because that's part of the fun. Um But when Twitter, when the kind of Lycra community really moved over to Twitter, I really feel like it's just blown up. Um, you know, I've run into I found people on Twitter who are nearby. You know, there's loads of guys in Scotland and quite a few guys in Glasgow who are into it. Who I would probably never have come across had we not really gotten involved in the Twitter community. Um, so I think there's, I think there's a bit of a community on Instagram as well. And I'm, I'm also on Instagram as Glasgow Lycra, but I don't really use it as much. Um, I just find um, Twitter a lot more easygoing and fun. Um, so yeah, the the I think the liker community. Is bigger and better than it's ever been.
0: Yes, I think it has grown quite a bit because I remember Andy Lygra back in the day. That was yeah, and then of course you have one of the other ones over there. Bricklayers came out oh, not yeah. too long after, which is a good friend of the show and is amazing. <laughs> the and Kings. now more oh, yes, Lycra. the Kings of Spandex I call them <laughs> and. Now, when I look at Twitter and I look at you, you're one of the, I would say, higher ups on the like side of Twitter. You're one of the ones guys love to follow, comment. You post a lot. You have amazing content online. Uh, so, what made you really want to show off and be part of the community as opposed to just you know sit back and enjoy pictures and see things because? when you take it to posting pictures and posting content, you're taking it to the next level. You're putting yourself out there. It can be scary because, you know, you don't know that people are going to like me. Are they not going to like me? What are they going to say? So what made you start doing pictures and content on Twitter? Mm.
1: So I guess there's a few things. I mean, one of them is that I just knew there wasn't, Enough Lycra content out there so you mm-hmm. know when I was kind of maybe in my early to mid 20s I'd be looking for guys in spandex and women in spandex content online and I just you know I kind of keep seeing the same videos and pictures over and over again and it felt mm-hmm. like one was really making anything new and I thought well I know I'm into this and I know that other people are into this and you know I'm so into it and you know I it's a big part of me this fetish is like a huge part of who I am and I thought I'm like I think I could take some decent photos and decent videos that people would like so why not give back to the community because I know this is what I would want to see if I was looking for this kind of thing which I am and so why not just make it and you know give the people what they want and it's good fun and I enjoy taking the photos because it makes me feel good you know I used to I used to be actually it's a funny story I used to be quite overweight and one of the reasons I decided to lose weight was I wanted to feel confident, more confident wearing Lycra. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I can wear Lycra in the gym. So if I go to the gym and lose a little bit of weight, I can get the Lycra on and then wear it in front of other people and then maybe I can post pics online and, you know, just feel, be- feel better about myself. So that's exactly what I did. And Nice. And the other thing is I just find it's much easier to meet people when you kind of put yourself out there a bit Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that I want to do is kind of make Lycra friends you know have a good time together talk about Lycra just hang out do whatever and so yeah I mean one of the other reasons that I post a lot of mine is like I'm genuinely looking to make friends and meet people into Lycra and spandex gear because I guess for a long time and I think a lot of guys will probably relate to this Like I've really tried to push the lycra fetish stuff deep down. You know, I've been in relationships Mm -hmm. and I've been too scared to tell the person about my interests and fetishes. And so I've been pushing it down and pushing it down and too scared to tell them, too scared in case they don't react well. Or, you know, I'll kind of just hint at it a little bit and maybe you don't get a great reaction. So you just, you, you pull back. Yes. And it's, you know, I've been really trying to, I've been repressing it for a long time. And then maybe like six months ago, I thought, you know, there is no point in trying to push this down anymore. There's no point in trying to repress this. This is who I am. This is what I like. This is what I need, you know, like in a relationship. I need someone who's going to at least entertain this kind of thing. And so I thought, let's get out there. And I suppose another thing was I was always terrified that maybe someone would recognize me or find out about what I was into. And I would just be so embarrassed. Like if someone, you know, a friend or someone on the street or whatever found out about it, they'd be just horrified. And so I was, I was always kind of shy and I didn't want to put myself out there, but maybe in the last six months I thought, you know what, who cares? Like this is who I am. I'm just going to put this out there and see if someone recognizes me. Who cares? You know, it's just material. Whatever. So I thought I'm just going to jump in, get out there, make friends. And if anyone recognizes me, then good. I hope they like what they see.
0: (laughs) Well, too, if they recognize you, they're looking for this content. So Mm -hmm. they would be like, oh, I know him. Oh, I did not know he was into this. Oh, cool. So I think a lot of people are in that boat, no matter what you like, underwear, swimwear, like spandex, that you are scared of what other people will say, but if you don't show face and because you have the ones who are just bold and will out there, and I say more power to you if you're in a position where you can be show everything and not really care. But some people aren't in that position. But it's amazing to see how the community has changed and how we're constantly changing because I think one thing we're getting to do now, especially in this day and age that we didn't get to do like in gear fetish and before is we're actually getting to know guys. It's no mm-hmm. longer just, you know, you like, like, or I like, like, or cool. It's like, okay, we're getting friends. We're getting to know them outside of like, or we're getting to know them outside of what we like. And we're meeting these amazing people. And it's just so wonderful lately that everyone's, you know, you can connect with people who you can confide in and talk to and be like, Hey, did you see this new suit? Or did you, what did you think of this picture? Oh, I really loved your other picture. where did you get that suit? So you get to bond on a different level. That's not just the, oh my God, you're hot. But, you know, you can be real friends, be open, be honest. So that's one thing about the internet and the gear that I'm loving the last
1: couple of years. Definitely. And I mean, I think Twitter is especially good for that, because you can post pictures, you can post videos, but you can also just post, you know, stupid little posts, say certain Mm -hmm. things, just chit-chat about whatever. And it's just so much easier than it used to be, because, you know, you've got it on your phone, and it pings when you get a message, whereas, you know, in the old days, you would go on Gear Fetish, and, oh, you'd maybe, you know, you're hardly getting, there's hardly anyone nearby, so you hardly ever check it and then you get one message and you log in six months later and you're like, ah, I could have been a connection, but they're long gone. So it's just so much more fluid and so much more easy to kind of build up the community on Twitter, which is why I love it so much. And like you say, you know, I've made genuine friends, not just like hookups and dates. Like I've made friends through the Lycra Twitter community, which is great. Um, because it's full of really nice people. like It's full of genuinely nice people who just have the shared interest, and I, I love it. Yes, that's one thing the podcast has
0: really brought out in the last year is I've met a lot of different people uh, that I never would have met, not if not through the podcast, through talking online, who are these amazing guys. Some are incredibly hot on one end that you think, oh, my God, they would never talk to me. And turn out to be the sweetest people and some just regular guys who have the same love and you just all bond over the same thing. It's just been so incredible and so positive when our world is not so positive at times Mm -hmm. that, you know, I think we just met in the last few weeks. And then we've I know I've followed you for a while, but. You're in the amazing category as well because you're so passionate, you're so open, you're so honest, and you're just a really good guy outside of Lycra cuz you look great in it. But I was so thrilled when you said, "Yeah, I'll come on." And I'm like, "What? You'll come on? Yay." So, I made me
1: ecstatic. Oh, oh, I'm so and I'm so happy you asked me because it's not often you get to chat about this thing because, you know, it's something that I'm really into, but I can't just talk about it in the office really, you know? I mean, I could, maybe I will. No, but I, haven't, no I haven't gone there yet and I probably won't. But yeah, I, I love the podcast. I've been listening to, I've started listening to it and I loved your episode with the Bricklayers and I've been listening to some of, some of your other episodes. There was one with a guy, like a guy who's really into like lingerie Um oh, he was yeah. on a panel he was a straight guy on a panel with the LED Queens guy. That was a great episode. It was. It's just so interesting to hear these conversations and be like, oh, my God, all these people are going through the same things that I went through. And, you know, you're not alone. This is actually kind of normal, and it's absolutely fine. And, you know, just go for it. Just just wear Lycra and have a great time. That's, that's
0: what the podcast is about. And I want to do more Lycra shows because I've already invited you on more. Because I want you to be a regular on Lycra shows because you are an expert in Lycra.
1: <laughs> I feel and like I feel like I'm like a Lycra internet historian. Like I could tell you, you all the sites and all the videos that are long gone and just all that stuff. I remember it all.
0: <laughs> that's that's what I want. I want someone who has such the passion, who's easy to talk to, who likes to share, and who loves to to talk about it. And that's an important thing. And we're making it like so guys can actually be open about it and share. And like you said, so many guys out there who listen to the podcast have that. Well, I'm all alone. No one likes this. No one, you know, feels this way. Because when you look at a picture, you're just seeing the picture or whatever is posted with it. You rarely get to hear the person talk, hear why they love what they love. So the podcast is giving them insights into guys like you who love it, who are coming on and saying, hey, I love this and it's normal. And they're going, oh, my God, that's my story. That's one reason I wanted to have you on as well, because you're just amazing and content wise, you're pushing it out there. So, And we talked for a good while the first time we talked, and that was Mm. so much fun. And I'm like, perfect for the podcast. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. So I have to ask you a question. You brought it up a a little while ago. Now that you're in your I don't care phase, I'm not pushing this down anymore. This is who I am. How does dating go? How have you changed in your dating approach going forward? Because many out there who listen, whether it's underwear, Lycra, a lot of them hide their Love at the beginning. They don't really, you know, let it out there. I'm on the other end where, you know, it's all coming out. You're going to know everything first date. So I'm not going to waste my time. But how has your dating changed since you've embraced it?
1: So, I mean, for a long time, you know, I'd go on dates, I'd kind of enter into relationships, especially with women, because I think, you know, when you're Maybe going out with guys, I don't know what other people think, but I feel much more comfortable talking about this kind of thing with guys. Like when I was with mm-hmm. my first boyfriend, I think it was like maybe the second or third day I introduced it and he was really into it and, you know, we had a great time. You know, I showed him lots of gear and he bought some stuff and we had a blast. But with a woman, I think it's, I don't know what other people think, but I'm much more cautious because I think they're much more likely to be turned off by it and, maybe be less open-minded. Maybe I'm completely wrong on that. That's just kind of where I'm at in my mind. And I suppose it's also actually been my experience. Like, you know, I've dated women who have been wild in lots of ways. But when I said to them, hey, could you just keep your tights on while we, you know, go to the bedroom? They're like, oh, no, definitely not. I'm like, oh, but I'm kind of into it. They're like, "Mm, nah. I'm like, oh, okay. And so maybe that was just a one-off, but I've started doing this thing where I'm like no you can't push it down you need to introduce the idea kind of early on in the relationship because if they just won't do it then it's just for me it's just it can't work because it's it's such a strong like sexual interest of mine like if they're not interested at all or like repulses them it just wouldn't work. Yeah, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of a bummer because there could be lots of great relationships that might just not work out. But having said that, if someone's not open minded about this kind of thing, I mean, do I even want to be with them? Probably not, because no, it's not that big a deal. So they just need to get over it. But yeah, the way I'm going now is I'm, you know, introducing it early on and it's definitely going better and uh now the relationships are ending for other reasons <laughs> not for not for the not for me repressing they're, they're ending for a whole load of other reasons but it's not it's not for lack of reasons anymore
0: so i have to add, add this question too, is do you tell them about the social media as well and what do they how do they react to it? Because we've had people who are on the show who go out on dates and when they tell them their social media, they're kind of like, "I don't get it what but that's weird. So I'm wondering what their reaction is to the social media as well, not just the spandex that's that's one shoe. The other shoe drops is, oh, by the way, I post pictures and talk to people,
1: yeah, so guys I found tend to be pretty interested because. It's so funny, like, whenever I'm talking to gay guys, and, you know, maybe I follow them on Twitter, just their regular accounts where they look like nice, wholesome boys, and then maybe I'll mention to them, oh, by the way, I've got this other Twitter account, and they say, oh, so do I, and it seems like it's becoming so much more yes. common for them. Maybe they don't post much, but they have a Twitter account where they follow thousands of guys. And <laughs> um, So among guys, it's definitely... Easier. I haven't really had a negative reaction yet. Among women, I haven't actually broached the subject yet, so okay. I don't know how that would go. No, let's maybe not go there. <laughs> we'll leave her out of it for now <laughs> she's definitely going to listen to this and Uh-oh. she's on Twitter and she's great. But I don't know what she want me to say. I'm definitely going to say the wrong thing. <laughs> right? Let's go back. So, well, so we don't talk- we'll wait on that. Yeah. So we talked about the guys and what I'll say about women is yeah. So in terms of women, like I haven't really got to the point in a relationship with a woman yet where I felt comfortable sharing the social media. But one thing I will say is, oh, what happened? There was a guy, I was chatting to a guy, and I decided to share my social media with him, and I quite liked him. But before I shared my social media, I went through and deleted a few posts, because I thought, I don't want him to see that, and I don't want him to see that. So if anyone's noticed a few posts disappearing recently, that's that's why they disappeared. So I don't want to make a
0: bad impression. I, uh, well, you know, just do it. Yeah.
1: So it was only it was only one post, but yeah, I thought no, he can't see that. Well,
0: I figured leave it there and letting let him deal with it. That's yeah. what I say. But here's a question you can answer or not answer, because mm. it's about your sexuality, and I know people are going to wonder this. Mm. So since you're bi, do you? favor one sex over the other in like relationships or is it 50 50
1: so it's hard to say i probably have a kind of funny story in relation to the bisexuality which is maybe not one of the more common ones and so for a long time i actually considered myself to be gay like i came out to my family i came out to my parents and all that and then i was you know dating men and you know, getting guys into Lycra and stuff like that and having a great time. And then kind of over the pandemic, I actually started, I'd always been interested in women. And I guess that's kind of what happens like when you're into pantyhose, especially like if you're looking at porn, you'll see, you know, most of it has women. And if you're just into pantyhose, you'll be like, oh, well, maybe I'll just watch these women in pantyhose or maybe watch these guys in pantyhose. And, you know, I'd always been interested in women kind of in that way. And over the pandemic, I started to think more and more like, well, maybe, you know, maybe I should experiment with women. Maybe this is something that I should find out more about. Because I'd always been interested, but just never really had the opportunity. And I was kind of comfortable with myself as as gay, but probably wasn't deep down 100% committed. And so I had this friend of a friend and, you know, we were just, I'd been interested in women and we were just chatting and, you know, kind of one thing led to another, we met up and, we spent some time together, and afterwards, I thought, right, okay, definitely bi, definitely not gay. Um, <laughs> so whereas a lot of guys, you know, will kind of they'll, they'll get married to a woman, they'll have kids, and then you know later on in life they'll be like, oh no, wait a minute, I actually really like men. For me, it was the complete opposite. I'm like, oh no, I like men, I like men, I like men. Oh wait a minute, maybe 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 women aren't so bad. And then you know it kind of opened up the whole new thing to me. But it's being bi is definitely got its difficulties, because, you know, women... Yes. I, I'd actually say women are much more open to it than they used to be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's definitely still an issue for some women. And it's bit on both sides, both sides yes. think you're really the other side. So, like, a lot of women will say, oh, he's actually just into men. He's just kidding himself. And men are just like, oh, he's actually just confused or something like that.
0: Or, no, he's just women and he's just, you know, this is the down low
1: and he's just doing... He's yeah. just hitting the sauna once a month, and he's actually going to go home to his wife and kids, or something like that. You know, that's what the guys are thinking. Yes, um, but for me, I mean, I'd say, I, I mean, I would say I am kind of fifty fifty. Like, I can really okay. appreciate men and women. Like, I, I love being in relationships with both of them. I'd say, I'd say, with men, it's marginally more related to like the fetish. So. Okay. I would definitely, like, I suppose I would say if there was a guy who just wasn't into the fetish... Nah, this doesn't make sense. That's, that's nonsense. I'm not going to go down there. <laughs> that, it's gonna, I'm going to completely contradict what I just said. It's like, like I could kind of see myself in a relationship with... No, nah, I couldn't actually. That's bullshit. Forget that. Um, I was going to say I could see myself in a relationship with a woman who wasn't into the fetish, but not with the guy. But actually, I don't think I could. I think that was what I was kind of fooling myself about, but actually I don't think it could. I think on both sides, they have to at least be accepting of it. Yes. Yeah. Forget, forget that a little (laughs) bit.
0: Wow. But it's interesting because so many guys lately, you know, I believe fully that sexuality is a spectrum that people I'm firmly on the gay end. I will admit firmly, you know, Mm. don't want to do anything with a woman. Good. Perfect. There are people who are totally straight and there's people in the middle. So you have people all across who have some level of interest in the other sex. It could be 20, 80, 50, 50, but I firmly believe that. And I'm like, let people do what they want to do. So Mm. if that's what you're, you're happy, that's who you are. I've no problems with that. And I think that it's by guys are given a bad rap in society today and on both sides gay and straight so and and you have a lot more struggles i know several bi guys that it's it's worse than being gay because you're not really accepted in either category 100 percent by the communities it's kind of like okay
1: yeah uh uh-huh whatever
0: Yeah, yeah definitely
1: although one thing i will say is i've posted a few pictures and clips on my twitter account where I'm with one of my female friends, and you would be surprised at the number of guys who have private messaged me and say, hey, man, like I'm 100% gay, but all oh, those pictures you posted with her were just amazing. Oh, and I'm just, I'm starting to question things. And I'm like, just, chill just, out. Out. just go with it. Like, you know, if you're interested, just enjoy. maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's something to explore. But, you know, I think the funny thing is, I just I'm so over labels and I think a lot of people have been getting more into labels recently. But for me it's just the labels have caused nothing but trouble in my mind. And I'm just I'm kind of over labels. Like I'm just gonna go with what feels right. And if that happens to be a man or a woman, whatever.
0: Nice. Well that'll we definitely have a lot of bi listeners, so that'll be Mm. they're gonna love hearing you speak about it. So that's one reason I wanted to ask that question is you're not alone out there with that question and where you fall. And so I know several listeners will be extremely ecstatic. I asked that. So you're welcome. <laughs> so let's talk. get back to Lycra because, you know, that's why we're here. And you're wearing one of your uh, signature suits, I will mm-hmm. say, in the last couple bit. We've gone over how to say this, and I think you asked on Twitter today how to officially say it. So hmm. I'm going to let you pronounce it to begin with. You wear yeah. the...
1: So I am wearing right now my blue back zip Amoresi suit. Um, I would say it was pretty 50-50 on whether it was Amorse or Amoresi. But I went on YouTube and there was a guy on there from Japan and he pronounced it Amarese. So I think he knows what he's talking about. So I'm going to go with Amarese.
0: You have quite a few of them and they've taken the internet by storm in the last few years that guys are wearing these. They are super sexy, super shiny, super fun. And you have quite a few of the suits You have the regular suits. You have like the leotard suits. You have so tell us what suits you have and why you like them so much.
1: Sure. So I've got a. Let me see. I've got a black one that a friend gave to me. Shout out to Eden Lycra on Twitter, and that was where it all started. So I've got a black one. I've got a blue full suit. I've got a purple blue full suit. A white full suit. A red full suit a bronze one as well. And in terms of the long sleeve leotard style, I've got a kind of lime green one and a blue one. And so I'd kind of seen these picking up online as well. You know, I actually went into the depths of Twitter to try and find out where it all started. And it seems like it was kind of the end of 2021. These started to be mentioned by people in Japan and China. And then they started kind of towards September, October, 2021 they started being mentioned by more kind of Western people on Twitter and I'd seen them I wasn't too sure about them because I wasn't I, I didn't love the cut initially like around, they've got they're a full suit but they've got kind of stitching around the crotch and then they kind of go right up to above your hips this this kind of seems so it's almost like a feminine one piece swimming suit style except it's a, full, it's a full suit, if you look at the pictures you'll see what I mean, um, but I, I wasn't totally sold on the cut And so I decided not to buy one for a long time. But then a friend, and I didn't get why they were so popular. Like I didn't understand why everyone was going crazy for them. But then a friend, I went over to hang out with him and he happened to have a spare one and he let me try it on. And as soon as I put it on, I thought, oh, right, okay, I get it now because they just, the shine on them is incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really going back to that 80s aerobics gladiator style of just super shiny. Like, it just it picks up every ray of light, and you can just see every single contour on your body. It's just incredible when the light hits it right. And the other thing that's amazing is they are just so silky and smooth. You know, if you feel some of the other stuff, like if you look at the Under Armour or the Nike Pro stuff – it's tight, it's good, but it's got a kind of rough feel to it. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know exactly how to describe it, but there's de- it's not like a super silky feeling. Whereas these, you put them on and you're just like, oh my God, like there is not a rough part about them. They just, you're, they just slide over your skin and they're also like, they're not, they're not like the, the kind of leg part, especially, they're contoured. I think so kind of around the feet and around the calves like the material kind of goes in and out very slightly just to accentuate the physiology and it just looks incredible and it feels incredible and I'll tell you what you think wearing them is good fun if you can wear one with another person who is also wearing one I mean that just takes it off the scale it's the most See. fun I've ever had in lycra <laughs>
0: See, I like, of course, we know, and everyone knows, I like wrestling singlets, so I know that feel, but I'm wondering now about the feel of those suits with someone else as well, because mm. I'm sure it's next level as opposed to just singlet. so it's on my list to get now, yes. And I'll ask a question, I know many guys are asking, how easy are they to get on? Because that's so. always a problem with something super tight.
1: Yeah, so I've got a bit of an issue in that I am actually six foot five, so I'm very, very tall. And these suits the size chart only goes up to six foot two and mm-hmm. that's with the three XL suits. So I've got the three XL suits and I mean getting them on is a struggle. is <laughs> definitely a struggle. And I found that like the best way to put them on is after, you know, if you if you have even a tiny bit of perspiration on your body, like the material might just stick to it, especially under yes. the feet. And it does make it very tricky to get on. So, the best way to do it is to have a shower or have a nice bath, get yourself fully dried off. Like, you might need to use a hairdryer to get yourself 100% dry. And then they just pull on like no problem at all. Although, I do have one tip actually if you're tall like me and you're looking to get a suit, you might be surprised to find that the back zip ones are easier to get on than the front zip ones because mm-hmm. it's really – you can get one arm – when you're putting it on, you can get the arms – how does it go? The arms on the front zip ones are just they're further back in the material, so you can get this arm on, you can get your left arm on, but then trying to get your right arm into the hole is just so hard. Uh, um, cool. Yeah, whereas on the back zip ones, the arms are more towards the front and so it's much easier to get on. But then getting the zip up is very tricky. <laughs> getting the zip up is really hard, but with enough squirming, you will get there and it's so worth it. And if I can get into these at six foot five, I'm sure the vast majority of you will be able to get into them, no problem.
0: Yeah, I have to get with like one of those wetsuit zipper Pulls, you know, attach it to the end of the zipper so you can just pull it up. Mm. You think definitely that's awesome. And what's your? Do you have a favorite suit or a favorite
1: cut of those? Yeah, I mean, I I like them all. I mean, it's weird. So these are Mark. I've always wondered why did this company decide to make these suits? Um, Mm -hmm. Because you know they've got a brand on them. They've a lot of photo shoots on their website and kind of, they've got some videos on YouTube with models all the models wearing them are women but I only really see guys buying yes. them and wearing them like very few women, I think there's one or two creators who are women who wear them but yeah, it seems to be almost exclusively guys which I think is interesting And um, they do actually, so this, this is technically a women's cut Um, And you can tell the Wounds one's kind of have the kind of high waist seam design, which I didn't like at first, but I've actually grown to love it. I do really like the look of it now. I think it looks great. But they do make a men's version, which is cut slightly differently. So the men's version uh, is like a full suit as well, but it has two main differences. It doesn't have feet built in, Mm -hmm. and it also has a fly, but the fly is very tight. Just bear that in mind. (laughs) It's not made functionally. So. It's, I mean, it, if I could get a little bit crude, the men's suit it's probably fine to pee through the fly, but anything else, you're going to have a hard time. Well, you
0: heard it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, the men's suit looks more like Under Armour than these because when I asked you about them, because I've seen them on the internet for years and since I love spandex, and I, when I asked you, I was like, okay. I only see these suits in women. So do you order the women's? What? How do you order these? Because if you go to their site, it's kind of confusing, especially being a Lycra guy thinking, oh, I'll just go to the men's section. And then you go there and you're like, wait a minute. This is not the same suit. Hmm. So that was one thing that kind of threw me off. So it's like, go to the women's section, shop the suits there, and then, you know, buy them. But don't go to the men's section expecting to see the same thing because you will be disappointed people because there's only one thing under the men's section and that's that one suit.
1: Yeah. They've they've actually got a few other things under the men's section. now. I actually, I forgot to mention this. I I also have the men's suit and I also have a black pair of the running tights, a black kind of fitness top thing with a built in hood. And I've also got the tights and top in blue. They're actually not bad for working out in, believe it or not. Like the the men's stuff, I have worn the men's tights and top out for running. And they are actually functional, believe it or not. It's not just for, you know, fetish guys. Um, But yeah, the men's suit is definitely good. But in terms of getting that, like the woman's suit has the feet built in, which just gives the whole suit a level of stretch and topness which you maybe don't get with the men's suit, because the feet aren't built in, it doesn't just quite stretch. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Like yes. Whenever the feet are on, the whole thing is just, just stretches it just a little bit more, whereas with the men's suit with no feet, you're just missing that kind of finishing touch on the look.
0: See, I would not have thought of that if you would not have said it, and now it makes perfect sense. I'm like, oh, yeah, when you put the feet in... It's going to fit different,
1: yeah. And so, that, cause, yeah, because the because the men's suit doesn't have feet, like the the opening at the bottom. You know, kind of the kind of lower part of the suit definitely wrinkles a little bit more and kind of rides up a little bit. And whereas with the woman's cut, the feet are built in, the whole thing is just topped topped from head from like neck to toe. And so, I definitely, if you're going for a first suit, I think the woman's suit is the way to go. But I got to give lots yeah. of answers as well because that was that I I do love it.
0: Nice. So yeah, it can be confusing when you buy gear for the first time and picking sizes and because we're gonna get into that in another show. How to pick sizes in lycra because it's confusing because you have waist, you have height, you have you know all sorts of issues when it comes to buying that I want to take on and talk about. Because you know, we're both tall. You're you're taller than I am, which I can only say that to a very few people. So it's like, what? I have to look up a little bit. Oh my God. <laughs> That'll be new to me. So it's it's having different hard to to judge sometimes. So we're gonna have a show about that and we're mm. definitely gonna have you back to discuss more mm. on how to pick the right sides in Lycra especially bodysuits and singlets and stuff like that. I think tights and shirts are separates You can do pretty easy, but it's when you add in, like you said, the feet and the other things that it, it can get difficult to judge and it's going to require you to do some try before you buy. If you can do that with friends or you may have to buy, you know, different sizes and see how they go, which Sucks, but you know, you can make a new friend and maybe give or sell them the suit. So think of it that exactly. way. So where do you buy your wonderful? All right. How do I say it again? Uh,
1: say Amarisi. it again. I'm a That's how I'm going to say it. Okay.
0: So where do you buy them? Where have you bought them in the past? Where are you buying them now? What's,
1: what's the deal with buying them? Yeah. So, As far as I can tell, they pretty much all come direct from China. Um, They've got a store. I don't even know what it is. It's like Amoresi.com or AmoresiStore.com or something like that. But they have an official store you can buy it from. And they also, the suits are available on AliExpress. Mm -hmm. So I did some asking around because I didn't know where to buy them either. And that was one reason I hadn't bought one for a long time, um, is because you couldn't just order it on Amazon but everyone said the way to go is AliExpress so i went on AliExpress created an account and AliExpress is it's a little bit like amazon and that you know there's yeah. there's lots of different sellers lots of different people selling the same thing And so I searched for, you know, the Amoresi suit and they had lots of different options. You know, they have the front zip, the back zip, the leotard, the full suit. I think they might do one with feet, one without feet, one with hands, one without. I'm not really sure, but they do all sorts of different options. And they're available from loads of different sellers. And unlike Amazon, whereas, you know, they'll maybe have just one item listing and all the different sellers available. Like this, each seller has its own listing. Um, So I just picked one, you know, I I ordered maybe three suits, three or four on my first order, and clicked order, and then shipping was actually not too bad, you know, they arrived in about two weeks, they arrived ahead of schedule, yeah, and it was just the regular Royal Mail postman who brought them to my door, the tracking wasn't great, you know, it would say things like out for delivery, but all that means is it's like landed in the UK, so it, it can be a little bit... A little bit um, iffy, but yeah, AliExpress, I think, is the way to go. And, you know, they've got all these different sellers, but I had a friend who ordered, he wanted certain colours, and one seller didn't have these colours in stock, but another seller did have those colours in stock, so he bought it from the other seller, and then that other seller emailed him to say, oh no, actually, these colours are out of stock, we've only got these ones in, and they were the same Colors that the first seller had, oh, and so there's loads. There's so many different sellers on there selling these, but I have a feeling they might all come from the same warehouse somewhere in China. So uh, I wouldn't worry. Yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about which seller. If it's the official, because I think Amarese have a store on AliExpress as well, but there's other sellers, and the, as far as I can tell, they're all exactly the same. Nice, nice. And yeah. I didn't have to pay. I didn't have to pay any tax or anything when it arrived from China. Um, so yeah, it was, it was actually a lot easier than I expected. Nice. Yeah. That's always an issue
0: with buying from overseas is we don't have it so much here in the States, but I know you guys in the UK and Australia and some of the European countries have additional taxes and tariffs coming in when you buy something. So that's always an issue to look out when you have it shipped to you. Or it's like, is this going to cost me more money? Mm. So that's good to know that you ordered and didn't have any of the additional costs. So awesome. Very good. And then Amoresse has swim briefs and swimsuits.
1: Are you going to try the swimsuits? Yes. So I've actually noticed that they've really started to branch out. They do a lot of other things now. They do kind of women's swimwear. They do men's swimwear. Um, and they actually have a whole lingerie line as well. They have like pantyhose and stockings and stuff like that. So I think in my next order, I'm going to have to start branching out and I'm going to give the other ranges a little try and see how I get on with them. Yeah. Cause I
0: love the colors and the designs of swimwear from Japan because many years ago I knew a, I met a guy who was a swimmer in college and he went to Japan and he had this amazing swim brief that came from Japan and I love the colors. And of course, I grew it, but I love the colors. I love the designs they do in Japan and certain parts of China. So when I see them, I'm just like, oh. my only <laughs> issue with them is that I see that there's no pouch in them. And I'm just like, Oh, mm. It's a l it kinda of reminds you of like the Speedo brand, Speedos, where it's you know, it's made for swimming, it's not made for showing off, it's mm-hmm. super tight. Don't expect to be showing a bulge in this because you know it's made for swimming and making everything sleek, not you know, hey, look at me.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Well, but yeah. I will get some of this amoressi stuff and I will report back. You'll be the first to know
0: okay well we'll have a follow-up show when you get it and then we'll talk about it and then definitely have a report card awesome (laughs) can't wait so i have to ask do you work out in lycra as well when you work out do you wear tights and stuff or what do you what do you wear when you work out
1: Okay, so I am gonna come in for so much hate here because I get it on Twitter every time I post a workout pick. So I do wear lacquer to work out. I usually wear an under-armour top, under-armour tights, and shorts on top. I'm afraid of no. to say I'm sorry guys, I'm sorry. Let me try and justify myself. Let me try and justify myself. So I've got the I've got a little collection of Under Armour heat gear tights which I wear, and I mean I just think that the cut of those, you know, there's a definite there's a little pouch in the front, and it definitely accentuates your bulge, which I know some guys love, but I've never been. I tell you what happened. I actually I I put when I got the top and the tights. I put them on and walked out. I still live with my parents at the time. Walked out into the hallway and I said, Mom, what do you think? And her face just looked horrified. Sure she was like, Oh my God. Oh, oh, I really don't know about that. And I was like, Oh, okay, I'll put some shorts on top. And then if you look at the pictures on the Under Armour website, you know, they style the guys in the heat gear tights, they put shorts on top, but in some of the other ones, They don't? Yes. So 2024, guys, I promise I'm going to get some different tights, and I will wear just the tights and talk to the gym, and I'll post some pics, and I hope I'll make up for my shorts-wearing past
0: doing this. I can see your point on that, Owen, because you know... Not everybody wants to show off the goods, especially if you're working out, you're there to work out, not, you know, hey, look at me, look at my bulge. So some some guys really want to separate the fetish side and the workout side, which you totally get. So we just have, like you said, we just have to get you the right tights and runners to go to the gym in that aren't going to be like, Hey, look at me. Hey, you can tell if I'm circumcised or not in these because, you know, you see everything. So I I will give you a pass on that just for that reason, because, you know, not going to judge that because (laughs) not everybody wants to show off at the gym. Some people actually do go to work out and, you know, have a good experience while others go to show off and, you know, have fun. I'm not judging you because been there, done that. So Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not judging you on that, but it just depends on your comfort level and what, what you're going
1: in for. So I give you a There's probably an even worse story that I'm about to tell. So I actually kind of end of last year, I decided that I was getting a little bit bored of just going to the gym four or five nights a week. And I thought I'm going to try something new. And I thought I'm going to try ballet class. So I signed up for local ballet classes I bought all the gear. So I got some Capizio ballet tights. I got mm. a leotard. I got the shoes. I got the dance belt. I got everything. Put the whole outfit on to go to my first class. and am dressed like I'm in the Bolshoi ballet. I look, I think I look amazing. Turn up to the class and there's maybe 10 people there and everyone else is wearing just like sweatpants and a hoodie and even ah. like the instructor. And I'm like, Oh my God. God, I feel like such an idiot. And I mean, I, I think I looked great and I loved wearing it, but I, I just felt so embarrassed. I was just, I looked so out of place. So the next few weeks I changed to my gym outfit of like Under Armour stuff. But I'm moving up. See. This year I'm moving up to a more advanced level. So I'm hoping we'll get some better outfits and I may be able to pull the tights and leotard back out for my classes. See,
0: I just would have kept wearing it. How would it just been like, bucket. You've already done it. I'm just going to keep wearing it. And, you know, fuck it. At that point, that's what you say. Yeah, I
1: should. I should. Looking back, I wish I'd done it, but uh, I was already so far out of my comfort zone. I thought, oh, I'm not going to push it.
0: Well, good luck. All I got to say is hopefully the tights come back in your next class. And that's pretty cool. You're taking ballet lessons, though. That's
1: yeah, good. it's really it's really good. It's really different from weightlifting. So, you know, I go to the gym four or five nights a week and I just do weightlifting. And it's it's good. And, you know, I've, I'm happy with the results I've been getting from it. But I've been getting really stiff and, like, I can't really – you know, I don't really have the flexibility that I used to have when I did a lot of yoga. So I thought I'm going to just – how can I combine my love? Huh? Getting older. I'm also getting older. Oh, God, I, I definitely <laughs> got that. But um, – Jeez, tell me about it. <laughs> but I'll
0: tell you I'll tell you something afterwards, but I'm not gonna tell you on the podcast about that. Um okay. I'm not sharing that. So okay. only our Lycra friend here gets to hear it. So um, Yeah, so so for the
1: but, ballet I was thinking how can I combine my love of music and like the arts and being creative and lycra and I thought, well, you know, ballet guys, they have incredible bodies that look amazing in leotards and tights, why don't I just get myself into that? So that's what I did. And I have
0: to ask, being equally as tall person, I am not the most graceful creature on earth. So do you at least have better balance and coordination than I do?
1: My balance and coordination is okay. It's gotten better as I've been doing the classes, though. And the good thing is I signed up to an absolute beginner's class, so everyone was brand new. I was actually really surprised that it was a pretty even male-female split because I was expected to be the only guy. Um, but there was a pretty good gender balance. And, um, yeah, the, I think it was an eight-week block of classes, and I definitely felt my balance get better as I went through it.
0: Good. I am so such a klutz. I'm just <sighs> – because when I went to the hospital uh, for my kidney stem surgery, they asked me, have you fallen recently? And I'm going, hmm, give me a minute. Hmm. She's like, you don't remember? I was like, I'm tall, I'm not graceful, and I fall sometimes because, you know, I trip over my own feet. And then I'm like, oh no, I haven't. So yes. But she laughed. I'm like, it's not anything out of the, it's just, you know, I'm just not graceful. So I'm sorry. It just happens. Yeah, it doesn't,
1: I don't think it comes naturally to tall guys. I think, You really need to focus to get over that Bambi thing because I, unless I'm paying attention, I fall over, I bump into things. You know, you it's definitely tougher for us guys. Yes,
0: yes. Okay, I have one last question before the easiest question of everything is. So when you wear your Lycra to the gym, what do you wear under it, or do you wear anything under it?
1: Nothing. I don't wear anything under it definitely not i don't know why you would you know it's actually never really occurred to me to wear anything under it Um, well
0: you have guys on the the spectrum who like you wear nothing because sometimes the lycra gives you enough support everything you have guys on the other end who wear like briefs under it which Mm. that i don't understand you have the others that wear jocks and then you have a large contingent that wear thongs because they don't want the lines they don't want. So
1: I'm forgetting what podcast this is. I thought you were going to say there's some guys who wear boxers under their like. Oh no, say, no no no. Oh, no. oh God, no.
0: <laughs> that would kind of defeat the point of like at that point. oh no, that just ugh. no, I've I've, no, I've, no, I've no. seen
1: it, I've seen it. It doesn't work guys.
0: It's If you're going to wear lycra, you cannot wear boxers. You please have to wear briefs of some sort. You have to wear something tight that, Mm. you know... Because, you know, in the world of lycra, guys have fetishes about everything. Some have the fetish to see the jock lines, no lines. So, there is no wrong answer. Just curious, because so many guys want to know Mm. what they wear under. And we had Jeff from Dallas on... Uh, our spandex shows before and he did not know until the other guys told him they wore spandex or thongs under their spandex. And he's like, what I'm going to do that. (laughs) It really depends on the guy and your
1: comfort level. Hmm. Well, see, the thing is, I feel, I feel like such a kind of interloper, just, just weighing in here because I don't have a huge underwear collection, but it's something I'm going to be addressing this year. So guys, if you've got any recommendations, for building up like a good underwear collection or hell I'm talking to the main man himself here I was about to say I I got you covered yeah let me know tell me where to get started because I got you
0: covered I know plenty of good UK brands that you know you will not have to pay shipping and all the other stuff out
1: of there yep. so I can I, I got you don't worry well, hook me up let me know where to start and I will get on uh-huh. it because I need to jazz this underwear collection up big time
0: and I'll Kind of mix it in with spandex and underwear, so you'll definitely feel your comfort zone when you wear what I recommend. Yeah. So, and then once we get that, we'll sort of branch out a little. But yeah, mm-hmm. I got got you covered. Don't don't even worry about that, <laughs> and don't worry, you don't have a big underwear collection because this podcast is open to anyone who likes underwear, swimwear, lycra, everything. So and that's why you came on today, is so yeah. we could talk. First of many topics of spandex and lycra, Mr. Glasgow will be back, kind of like the Marvel movies. He will return (laughs) if you had a screen. So tell everyone where they can follow you on social media.
1: Sure. So the best place to get me is Glasgow Lycra on X, also known as Twitter. Um, And I'm also on Instagram as Glasgow Lycra, but I'm not really as active on there
0: he's he's there but it's american prudish so you know <laughs> don't we we've had several discussions on podcasts about that so <laughs> yes we know all about instagram thank you very much for coming on the show this will be the first of hopefully many 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 more appearances on the podcast I because hope so. i want to start doing a lot more lycra shows because it is my thing and has been my thing since the 80s and seeing it for the first time thank you so much for coming on we have so many podcasts this year it is not even funny we have so many coming i've got to figure out when this one's coming out because i have several in the queue ready to be edited and already edited and Oh, my goodness, it's the year of the podcast 2024. You're going to (laughs) get massive podcasts this year. So, all right, everyone, have a great week, and we will talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com. UNB blog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at UNB blog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at UNBblog.com. Also, follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at UNB Tim on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye.